Creativity alone just won't cut it. The C Word is a podcast about when creative meets business. You're in a place for designers who want a creative business in which they're valued. Great client relationships, work to be proud of, and the moolah to show for it. All with your sanity and creative mojo intact. Join me, Beck Hughes, your creative business cheer squad, for weekly chats to inspire and spur you into action. Let's challenge the BS, the shoulds, the fads and the FOMO and find what works for you. Controversial opinion. Oh, we do love those. You have no business designing brands of any sort if there isn't a strategic component to what you do. Gasp. Did I just say that out loud? Please don't press pause on this podcast. Please don't throw your phone across the room. Because brand strategy is not just for the serious people, the apparent brain boxes, not to say that designers are not brain boxes. It's not for the people in suits, the people who can write confidently, who are good with their words and their vocabulary those who have whiteboard skills or the, in inverted commas, strategists. It is not just for those people. But traditionally, there has been, I think, a clear delineation between design and strategy. They're seen as different functions and the people who do them have different skill sets, it would seem. And they're actually done by different people. It's a different job title. Those people sit in different parts of the office. Now, I've probably shared this story before about the brand strategist who wouldn't let me sit in on a strategy workshop with a client when I was a newbie designer. In short, he told me that designers need to keep their nose out of the strategy bit and take instruction when that piece of work was done. Essentially, what he was saying is, Strategists are the thinkers, designers are the doers. And I couldn't disagree more, quite frankly, because I feel that if you're a designer in a space where you're creating brands, then this is your playground. You have every right to take a deep dive, wrap your arms around, put a big stamp with your name on it, on brand strategy. Having said that, I don't think all designers need to offer brand strategy. Web designers, illustrators, print designers, perhaps, they don't necessarily need to have it as part of their portfolio. Because it's quite likely that the brand strategy piece of work will have happened before they get involved. It will have happened with the brand design process before the website's designed, before the illustrations are commissioned, before someone's looking for a designer to design some brochures or some signage, for example. But it is a huge advantage for brand designers. And I would go so far as to argue that an understanding of it, at the very least, it being brand strategy, is essential. However, I would even go much further than that and say that if you're a brand designer and you're currently not offering or you're dabbling in brand strategy, but you don't know or think it's good enough, you should be putting it on your hit list. Way before 
you think about investing in a new Mac or social media training or mindset coaching, I want to put it to you that brand strategy skills would be an excellent investment for you. Because brand strategy will have a real and measurable impact on your business immediately. It's a game changer for brand designers when it's done right. And I really do believe that. I'm not just spitting out hot air here. If you still don't believe me, that's okay. (laughs) Kind of. I'll give you one free pass. This podcast today isn't a practical one. It isn't a how to do brand strategy, for example. And I do love those podcasts. This one's a thought provoker. So please keep listening because I'm going to share all of the reasons, and there are a few, why brand strategy should be top of your skill development business investment list. Before I get into it, I'll share a little bit of background. And I'm going to say that there's a bit of a wanker alert with this. Please don't hate me. It's the kind of messaging that I generally despise in others when they start sharing stuff like this. But I'm sharing it for a reason and hopefully that will become clear. So brand strategy is a big part of my business. It has been for most of the time I've been doing this, which is quite a while now. It's well, it's over 10 years. I mean, I've been doing this for over 20 years, but in my own business for 10. I didn't just decide on a whim. 12 months ago, to start offering brand strategy. And before I started my own creative business, brand strategy has been what I do in my day-to-day job for a long time, when I was paid by the man and wore heels all day. So brand strategy is a big part of what I do. The first time I offered brand strategy to a client of my own, so in my own business, I charged $800, $800 Australian. I did a workshop, I did a strategy presentation, I did the research and I tested out my model through that process and that was the first time and then over the last 10 years I've steadily increased what I charge and I've evolved my process a huge amount, making it more robust, more structured, more repeatable as I've gone. And last week I had a referral from another client for a business associate of his that was launching a startup. And I had one conversation with that referral. I sent my standard proposal document. And within three days, I have a $45,000 project signed off. Brand strategy. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I hate it when people talk up the big earnings and do the wealth signaling. That's not why I'm sharing that. I mean, for all you know, that might be my only project this year. (laughs) So I won't be flying first class around the world anytime soon. It's not my only project, but you know what I mean. My overall income isn't the point. That's not why I'm sharing this. I'm not telling you that to boast, although I get why it might come off like that. But it's really not my style. The point is, committing to brand strategy has allowed me to seriously up my income. And the knock-on effect of that is I can be choosy about the clients I work with. I work with a lot fewer clients these days, so less juggling, less admin. And I'll be honest, sales isn't hard. 
I understand how to talk about brand strategy. I understand how to sell it. I can see the red flags when it's not the right client and they don't get it. And I can move them on really quickly. And that's a journey. It doesn't happen in five minutes because you read The Brand Gap by Marty Neumeyer. But there is no question that it's worth it. What that's about for me, that's about creating a reputation as someone who offers winning strategy solutions, having the confidence, the conviction and the knowledge to talk about brand strategy confidently, having really clear offers and a whole story shaped around brand strategy and a model and a process that gives confidence and gets results. Those are the things in my business that have got me to that point where I can get a project like that signed off in three days from a referral. Please don't think I'm a dick for sharing that. (laughs) I want to share it because I want to show you that brand strategy isn't just a nice to do. It impacts directly on your bottom line, which is the money that you make without you needing to take on more clients or increase the costs in your business. Simple. But I don't want you to just take my word for it in terms of that example. What I want to do today is talk about the tangible reasons why brand designers should do brand strategy, why it should be at the very least in your consideration set when you think about where do I want to invest in my business? What skills do I want to acquire? What do I want to improve on? Now, the first reason, and this might be quite heavy, <laughs> I don't, like I'm not placing the whole design industry on your shoulders here, but I kind of am. Brand design cannot exist without brand strategy. And you're undermining the whole concept of brand if you don't either insist on a clear brand strategy being served up in order for you to do your work as a brand designer or you include it as part of your service. You have no business offering brand design in the first place if there is not some discussion and output from somewhere that answers the brand strategy questions. It's just like trying to make an omelette without eggs. You can't do it. And like I said, that's not necessarily that you have to offer it, but it's you have to make it part of the process. And it's like web designers. Web designers will say, well, I can't design your website unless you give me the images and the copy. Some will. It's the same thing. I can't design you a brand until there has been a brand strategy piece of work done. The second reason is it elevates your positioning as a designer massively. Which in the simplest of terms, that feels good. It feels good to be more valued and be perceived as someone who knows what they're talking about. And brand strategy does that. It takes you from a doer. And that's not to undermine the value of pure design either. But adding a thinking, strategic component to what you do will elevate your position. And your perception. It's why for me, a 30 minute conversation will very quickly lead to a substantial project. The next reason is you can charge more. So brand strategy, when done well and when presented in a robust way, will elevate your perceived value. 
And that's the beauty of brand strategy. You're not having to take on more clients anymore to increase your income. You can have the same number of clients, but what you're doing is you're increasing the value of the project. Those clients are paying you more. So you're making more income with the same number of clients. And brand strategy does that because it takes the conversation from an executional design one into a strategic business one. It completely changes the conversation. I've touched on it. Brand strategy reduces your work volume pressures. So because you increase your income without needing to take on more clients, essentially you're taking away the need, the pressure to deliver high volumes of work, to have a constant churn, to be constantly looking for more clients. Because you're making, like I said, more money with the same number of clients or fewer clients, in fact. That's absolutely possible. So that churn, that need to take on small, like what I call rats and mice projects, is taken away because you're just doing the chunky ones. And then that reduces the admin time, the communication time with clients, because again, you're not multiplying your number of clients and every client needs the same amount of attention. Your client count is staying the same, if not getting less. This is a beauty and this one has a knock-on effect. You get better creative outcomes for your clients and better creative outcomes has so many plus points. Of course, it leaves your client feeling really happy about the process and they are far more likely to go and tell others, refer you, sing your praises to anyone who's willing to listen. And referrals are gold dust. We know this. We don't want to rely on referrals, but having a really solid referral pipeline is a really great thing. And so when you get better creative outcomes for your clients because they're strategic outcomes, the client felt that they were robust, it has strategy behind it, there's rationale behind it, then you're more likely to get those great outcomes and those referrer clients. But also it feels good to have great work. It feeds your portfolio. It gives you some great content to talk about. Show me a designer who doesn't care about the creative outcome and I'll show you someone who doesn't care about design. Hands up who has had relationships with clients at some point where you felt like they were suddenly leading and controlling you. They slipped into an employer kind of position where They are dictating to you what you need to do. You feel like there's this master-servant kind of relationship. That's not standard. That's not the way it has to be. When you work with clients in your business, it should be a peer-to-peer relationship. It should be you as equals. I'll be honest with you. Just because my client is paying the bill doesn't mean they get to tell me what to do. Doesn't mean they get exactly what they think they need because sometimes what they think they want and need isn't the right thing. I see it as my job to have that peer-to-peer relationship with my client where we are equals and I will openly and honestly share with them my perspective, my recommendations and where I think they're going wrong and I'll pull them up and I might even occasionally dig my heels in a little bit in a respectful way if I don't think it's the right strategic solution. 
I do not subscribe to the point of view that, well, the client's paying the bill, they should get whatever they want. I reserve the right to say no to that situation. And I've earned that right because I have upped my earnings potential significantly. So I can walk comfortably walk away from clients. Don't get me wrong. I don't do that every five minutes. I'm not just marching out of meeting rooms and throwing my leather tan satchel on the floor, <laughs> having tantrums. That's not what I'm doing. But if the project isn't going in the direction of what the data says and what the strategy says, then I don't support it anymore. It's a peer-to-peer relationship. I don't have to say yes. I don't have to be led. I don't have to be the employee. And that's what I want. I don't want clients dominating me. I want clients who are equals and who come into that relationship in a respectful way and respect me for what I'm doing and are open to listening to what I've got to say. That's okay. That's not me being arrogant. That's just how I want to do business. And that's what brand strategy has done for me. This next reason is kind of linked to that because it helps cut out the back and forth. That's what brand strategy does. It gets the client out of the DIY mode that they can sometimes slip into. Now, you can go through a strategic process and a client can still become dodgy DIYer and go down a design by committee route. I'm not saying that won't happen, but what I'm saying is brand strategy gives you an objective, external rationale to reach to, to lean on when your client starts doing that, to pull them back to why certain project and design decisions are being made that's outside of what they do and don't like. Having a peer-to-peer relationship allows you to step in and talk to the client about why them having cold feet, them being a disruptor, them starting to try and DIY the solution is derailing the project. You can be honest with them about that because it's the kind of relationship and conversation you can have. So having a robust strategic process means that you keep design options to a minimum, decisions are made more quickly because the rationale is clear, and you have a strong relationship with the client that means you direct them. No more shuffling things around, making arbitrary changes because your client's mother-in-law's cat turned their nose up at the pink logo or whatever it was this is a kicker too the design world is full when when I say full I don't mean that there's no room for anyone else what I mean is there are lots of designers out there and I don't make any kind of judgment call on how people have arrived at design as their chosen career or their chosen business But because of things like Canva and because of things like Creative Market, where you can go and buy creative resources, design in its baseline form, which is putting elements together, making font choices, making color palette choices, has been somewhat commoditized at the lower level of the market. It's become very accessible to DIY designers and therefore there are many more people doing design. So standing out in that market when, yeah, you might have done your three years 
design qualification. You might have done, earned your stripes in a studio and been the SHIT kicker and spent weeks and weeks with the spray mount and the scalpel putting together presentation boards because you were the junior. Or you might have stepped into design from nowhere and now that's what you do. The client really doesn't see the difference when they're just looking from the outside unless you're doing a really good job of elevating and shining a light on your value. And one of the ways that you elevate and shine a light on your value is with brand strategy. Brand strategy as an offer when you are a brand designer makes you a big fish in a small pond or certainly a bigger fish in a smaller pond. It helps to set you apart from the $300 logo crowd and there are lots and lots of those. And the final reason is brand strategy gives you a very robust business story when times get tougher. So when people are tightening their belts, when things are getting tougher out in the market, telling someone to invest in the visual of their business, when they can probably go and do it themselves, DIY, or they can go to a crowdsourcing solution, that's a tougher message. Persuading someone that they might need to change their logo, it may not be a priority for them. When you're having brand strategy discussions and your messaging is strategic, then that takes it into a whole different type of conversation. When someone is struggling in their business and investing in a logo or a visual upgrade isn't necessarily a priority, when you're talking in brand strategy terms, you're having a business conversation that will be far more compelling to them. This is about leading a conversation and sharing a message, showing potential clients what the positive impact of brand strategy, when it's done clearly and effectively, is. And that is impact on their income, increasing efficiencies in their business, elevating their value, which of course impacts lots of things in a positive way. It allows them to captivate the right audience more quickly, attract industry-leading talent if they're looking to recruit in their business. It makes them memorable and distinctive, stand out, cut through from the crowd. It drives investment decisions even in their business, helps for that efficient, quick, decisive decision-making. It creates motivated, focused teams and it attracts valuable referrals and partnerships to their business because they look polished, they look professional. And when times are tough, it's those kind of questions that business owners will want answered before they think about what their visual looks like, before they think about their color palette or whether they need to tweak their logo. So playing in a realm, in an environment where you're talking about having bottom line business impact with the work that you do will ensure that at times when people are tightening their belt, you will still find the people who have money to invest, but they're investing in the right things. They're not necessarily investing in what they might see as the nice to haves. Do you see what I mean? Brand strategy has so many 
benefits for brand designers, not only because it's a non-negotiable and you really should be doing it in some way or another, you should at the very least understand it beyond a questionnaire that your client fills in for you and then suddenly that's brand strategy. But it has some solid, tangible impacts on your business, on your income, on your value perception, on how you stand out versus the rest of the design community, on how sustainable your business is when times are tough, on the kinds of relationships that you have with your clients, on the business and design solutions that you ultimately create. So many benefits. So, like I said, this is a thought starter. This is about getting you thinking about brand strategy as an offer because I don't want you to see it as something outside of you. I don't want you to see it as something that designers shouldn't do, that designers should keep their nose out of because it's simply not true. If you're a brand designer and you're not at least considering brand strategy, then I want you to ask yourself why. Because I've given you some really good reasons, I think, about why it should be really top of your consideration pile. And if you do want to learn more about brand strategy, particularly in the context of being a designer offering brand strategy, then make sure if you don't, that you go and follow me on Instagram and you go and check out my website. So thanks for lending me your ears. I hope you have an amazing day. And as always, I can't wait to chat to you again very soon. Thank you so much for joining me, Beck Hughes, on the C Word podcast. If you'd like to know more about me and how we can work together, head on over to my website at beckhughes.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Beck Hughes Branding. And if you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a review and share with your friends and business buddies who might like to listen in too. The music for this podcast is by Penguin Music on Pixabay.